0: Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi: the next generation.
1: I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we are talking about Season 3, Episodes 11 and 12, Holiday, the goddamn Christmas Love Triangle episode. Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure can. You guys,
0: we love this episode. Okay. The holiday season is fast approaching and the Jeremiah house is a buzz. Angela has her upcoming Christmas skating pageant, Craig and Ashley are a serious item, and Joey and Sydney are getting serious themselves. As Sydney organizes the perfect Christmas, Caitlin feels like the odd girl out, but she's really thrown when she and Joey share an unexpected intimate moment, leaving Caitlin to wonder if she and Joey can ever just be friends. Meanwhile, underneath Craig's holiday cheer lurks a big secret. He's still seeing Manny behind Ash's back. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun.
1: Actually, I'm cool with the Grassy Wiki summary this time around. I mean, they kind of bury the lead about the whole Craig is a cheating douchebag in this episode, but like but like good summary. It was main like I was watching it more for Joey and Caitlin anyway, but yeah, I'm okay with this summary.
0: Me too um can you tell us a little bit about the very wonderful episode
1: title because madonna yes it is a 1983 song by madonna i believe it was her first single from her debut album madonna um iconic playing and i mean i'm pretty sure the song is about like taking a holiday but it works very nicely with this episode because it's a christmas themed episode and a great episode at that. I remember watching this episode like as it was premiering, and it was like a. I just remember it being a very big deal. I just remember loving it.
0: Still love it. No, I have. I have like the same memory of it. Just like being so excited when I came out and being like glued to the TV for both parts. Um. It's just a great episode, you guys. It's just so good. All the love triangles. I just. Do you want to start? I just
1: want to jump right in. Uh, So it starts with we're at the Jeremiah household. They're having like a Christmas gathering. And right off the bat, Sydney is being annoying and controlling about the Christmas tree. She's like, turn it to a corner to the left and it'll look better. And then like Joey and Craig almost like tumble underneath the Christmas tree trying to move it. And Caitlin's like, it does look better. And by the way, can we just talk about how great Caitlin's hair looks in this episode? It does. It looks good. It's at a good length for her. Also, I just wanted to note,
0: that is a really weak tree. Like, when they were taking it off of the roof, I was like, that's kind of like a shitty tree. Like, it's, <laughs> like I feel like Sydney has higher standards than that because she's a weird control freak and she never would have let that tree go by her.
1: Yeah. It was kind of a wimpy tree, but whatever. Um, So, they're all hanging out and, like, it's like Craig and Ashley, Sydney and Joey, um i i th- spike and snake there too it's like a whole christmas affair and the phone rings and it's manny and like thank god craig is the one who answered it and not like joey and craig answers it and manny's like hi i miss you blah blah blah, blah. and he's like not a good time and she's like oh she's there so it's clear that the manny craig thing is still very much alive and thriving
0: yeah, it's weird and gross and she's like, I miss you and he's like,
1: Okay spinner, we'll talk about gift exchanging
0: tomorrow. Bye. Um, which is super awkward. And Ashley, like it's it's so like adult girlfriend y for her to be there for like the family like Christmas party stuff. Like that's like I don't know, I feel like that's not a thing I did with my boyfriends until I was like older, like at least college or whatever, you know, like spending the holidays with each other's families, like feels more like serious relationship kind of stuff. So the fact that like they're doing this and Craig is cheating on Manny is like just double slap in the face.
1: Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah, I think Ashley believes she is in an adult relationship just forever, Um and which is, like, evidenced later in the episode when she gives Craig, like, a gift he does not deserve, even if, like, he hadn't been cheating on her. But we'll get to that later. But, yeah, I think Ashley just wants to be an adult so badly that she's like, yes, me and my man spending Christmas together. It's so weird. But then Joey and Caitlin start talking. And Caitlyn's like, oh, yes, oh, Christmas. I'm going on a spa day in, in Montreal for Christmas. Like, just a day it'll be fine and Joey's like oh no that why are you spending Christmas alone but I'm like feeling the Montreal spa day Christmas I would totally do that right like I'll get to this at the
0: end but really like with Caitlin's two options I probably would have been like well I still want to go like on the private jet to the spa day (laughs)
1: like
0: I mean I love
1: you but also hello yes um and then they're talk. I think it's then the next day or whatever. No,
0: because they're still at the party.
1: When okay. they're talking about the skating pageant. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're at the party, and Sydney's like, "Oh, I can't. know oh, I just, I just had more. Oh, oh you, you have more to say about to the party. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so then,
0: <laughs> so then I was very unclear. Um, Okay. So. So, yeah, so Caitlin and Joey are talking, and she's, like, lamenting her, like, woes and her loneliness or whatever. And she's like, I broke a cup. Oops. And Joey's like, it's fine. Whatever Sydney doesn't know won't hurt her, um, which is like, ha-ha, nah. thanks to come. Um, but I just, my only, like, final note is that um, Spike makes a toast, and she toasts to Joey and Sydney, which is I just thought was very weird. Like I just like I like to my friends throwing a good party, but not like to this weird couple I barely know, like half of.
1: Whatever. Let's toast to you and nothing else. Yeah, I think I blocked that out because I just didn't care. Because I don't care about Sydney in the slightest. But yeah, I don't know. I guess they have been dating for a while, but uh, brr, I don't care about Sydney. She's annoying. She sucks. But anyway, it's the next day then, I think. And Sydney's like, Joey's like, I can't believe you can't make it to Angela's skating pageant. She's like, it'll be fine. I'm taking her Boxing Day shopping. She understands. And Craig's like, who says money can't buy happiness? ba bum
0: Which is funny, but then also like, Craig, who are you to judge literally anything right now? <laughs> you are the worst person in this episode.
1: Um. Yes. So then they're at the pageant and Craig can we get into fashion police because Craig needs to go to jail for the fucking hat he was wearing throughout the episode I think it was like a newsboy cap that he was just wearing backwards it was awful he looked so bad he looked like
0: he should he looked like fucking like like shitty Jason Mraz meets Maroon 5 meets John Mayer but bad
1: and I hate it John Mayer very good track also like shitty beat poet type Mm. of thing awful like he looked like he should have had bongo drums
0: it was bad it was just real bad oh I just hate it I hate it it was a terrible terrible hat a lot of bad outfits although I did like um in the opening scene I liked Ashley's like blue and red um shirt with like the white on it, I don't know. It looked cute. It was cute. We haven't seen her in that before, and she's like a big um outfit repeater. So anytime there's something new, I'm like, oh good. Um, I did not like any of the gifts that Craig bought. The Ramones shirt did not look vintage. Was not the normal Ramones logo. Looked real, real basic. Um, and the crazy, I think it was a sweater or a scarf or a hat. Who knows? That he got for Manny was like hot pink and like very her, but also bonkers
1: he knew his audience though like manny would wear the shit out of that fuzzy monstrosity um also manny just wears so much pink which she did throughout this episode i didn't hate spinner's beanie it like suited him unlike sean's beanie which i hate which did not make an appearance but it reminded me of it but it was better
0: i literally wrote why is spinner the only person on this (laughs) show who can pull off a beanie that's upsetting to me um I liked all of the outfits for the pageant. Like, I liked that um, Paige brought back her like German—I don't remember what she is—outfit, and and I really liked um, Hazel's like traditional like Ramadan thing. Like, she looked really cute. It was a very very good outfit.
1: Um, at one point, Caitlyn's wearing a cute like purpley striped sweat. It was like light purple with darker purple stripes shirt that looked pretty cute caitlin is pretty on point this whole episode just but just like a lot of turtlenecks and sweaters and winter clothing obviously in this episode
0: uh caitlin at one point is wearing like a green turtleneck with a leather jacket and she looks super cool
1: JT's pageant outfit is kind of insane. He's wearing like a top hat and like a weird suit with the biggest fucking bow. bow. I don't even want to call it a bow tie. It's just like a shiny bow tied around his neck. It's amazing, actually. It's kind of perfect. Um, Manny is wearing
0: this crazy like sweater jacket at one point. That's like parts of it like are really fuzzy and parts of it are normal. And it's multicolored and confusing to my eyes. And I
1: hate it. I feel like I've had nightmares about that jacket because when she was wearing it, I like instantly recognize it. I was like, oh, right. That weird, blocky, squared monstrosity of a jacket. Joey looks nice in his suit after they come back from that. His like Sydney's like office party or whatever the hell.
0: Oh, yeah. I like Joey in a tux. Joey is hot in a tux. Ashley's haircut is bad. Her hair changes length a lot, and this time it's, like, just the, especially in the last scene, the way that it's styled. I'm like, this could be Marco's hair.
1: Yeah, it's, like, a little too long and not really styled. It also looks darker. It's, like, not that cool reddish color that it was a couple episodes ago. Yeah. It's, like, the dye has washed out, and she needs to get a haircut. It doesn't look great. It's bad. Um, Also,
0: Snake and his wig, I love it. Also, when he's wearing it at the end, like, with his, like, long coat (laughs) and stuff, he looks so, like, Dickensian. Like, it's, like, he doesn't look like Elvis. He looks, like, straight up gonna, like, give Tiny Tim some money to go buy a Christmas goose.
1: I also love that he wore it to the pageant. Mm -hmm. It was, like, they were, like, we didn't even realize it until, like, everyone was walking out, and he's just, like, casually wearing his Elvis wig. I loved it so much. All right. I think we're good there. So they're at the pageant and Joey and uh, Craig are like watching Angela and Joey or Craig obviously has a camera and then he sees that Manny is there because all of a sudden Manny ice skates like I don't like since when does that happen but he notices that Manny is like a skating instructor all of a sudden and then Caitlin gets there and he's like take my seat and then like runs off to go see Manny.
0: I feel like it's not that surprising because it's Canada, and I feel like everyone is secretly an ice skating instructor. Like, I'm like, all right, that tracks. You know, it doesn't have to be like their whole identity. Like here, it would be like a thing, and I feel like maybe in Canada, it's not. That might be a stereotype. It's a stereotype, but I don't care. <laughs> Whatever, prove me wrong, Canadian listeners. Um, yeah. Oh, also, Caitlin is like late to the pageant, so people are like throwing things at her head at a. <laughs> children's ice skating pageant which is very confusing to me i'm like
1: why is there violence so dumb but but then uh she's just sitting with joey and he's like i can't believe sydney's missing this and she's like her loss and we're like yeah it is fucking you can show up bye sydney by the way i'm so team caitlin that i'm like i probably hate sydney more than i really should because she's she doesn't technically do anything wrong except be kind of a bitch to Caitlin, but whatever. But then Craig goes to see Manny like backstage and she like shoos the children away and is like, oh, I'll go meet you guys. Like, go take this popcorn and I'll meet you over there. And then she and Craig start like making out in public. They do that a lot with like no regard for getting caught. And then Spinner walks by and catches them like making out in the ice skating rink.
0: Yeah, it's like they clearly don't care that much about other people seeing them because they're just, like, making out in public. They do it at the ice skating rink later. They do it fucking everywhere, like, to the point that it's kind of crazy. Um, And then Spinner is, like, explaining himself. And it was actually really funny because he's like, wait, why am I explaining myself? (laughs) And, like... I don't know. And and I feel like when they got caught by him, Manny w- was relieved because she was like smiling. She didn't look panicked at all. She was like smiling the whole time while Craig had like fear in his eyes.
1: Yeah. And Spinner, Craig's like, what are you doing here? And Spinner's like, my sister. Wait, no. What the fuck are you doing? But then he starts calling Spinner or er, Craig like Lord Stud and is like, I can't believe how much of a stud you are. Like, oh, my God. And it's like, of course, Spinner is fine with this. And he manages to be, like, gross and cool with Craig cheating while still being, like, well, it's not cool for me because I know that Paige is the one. And then he goes back into being, like, gross again. And it's a whole weird, like, conversation. But now Craig has this, like, confidant in Spinner where he can talk about his cheating ways.
0: Plus, like, Spinner is going to be, like, weird and supportive the whole (laughs) time. I don't know. It's, like, it's just so weird. And, like... I mean, Spinner basically reacts exactly the way you want, like, not the way you want him to, exactly the way you expect. Oh, yeah, definitely the way Craig wants him to. And I feel like him being all conflicting, like, well, I would never cheat on Paige, but, like, you're a stud. I feel like that's unrealistic. I think that's just the Degrassi writers being like, well, Spinner would react this way, but we want to make it very clear that Spinner and Paige
1: are endgame for us, (laughs) even though, like, they weren't, but whatever. True. Like... He's like, well, I know Paige is the one, but you're still figuring it out. Like, it's weird. And he is even like, he starts, like, describing them. He's like, I see your dilemma. Like, Ashley is like, whatever the fuck. I don't remember what he says about Ashley, but I remember him saying that, like, man, he's, like, cute and sweet like ice cream, but hot. And they're like, oh, Spinner, you're such a wordsmith.
0: He refers to Ashley as champagne. I'm like, these aren't even two comparable things. <clears throat> He's like she's she's sophisticated and smart, and I'm like, these are not ways I'd describe Ashley, but fine <laughs> like I don't know, I think Ashley's super boring, but like whatever, he calls her champagne and then he calls Manny ice cream, but hot I'm like, you are not good at words,
1: yes, but so now Craig has a friend in this, and then um, after the pageant, they're home, Okay, or. What's her face? Angie is asleep and Joey and Caitlin are talking and Joey gets burned by like fire or something. And then Cindy walks in while Caitlin is trying to help him and is like holding her hand. And then it's like awkward and Caitlin feels like she needs to leave and like zooms out of there. And you're like, oh, Sydney, you ruined everything. She super ruins everything. And
0: I love when like Joey and Caitlin are flirty and he was like clearly burned himself because he was distracted by her. And I like when Sid comes in, she just like she makes this like stink face every time she sees Caitlin or Caitlin comes up and it makes her look so unattractive.
1: (laughs) Her face is just a stink face at all times, basically. Like even when she smiles, she looks like pained, and you're like, ugh, go away. So that happens. And then Craig had asked Manny to meet him in his basement after the pageant. So he does that. He meets her. She's like, I'm freezing. You need to warm me up. And then they start kissing. And then she's like, and then she gives him a scarf that she knitted for him. She's like, I know it's darky. Like, oh, my God, I'm such a nerd. Like, annoying. And then she's like, oh, I, I know what I want for Christmas. I want you to dump Ashley.
0: And their whole exchange before that is so repulsive that it, like it's disgusting. And then he's like, when she's when she's like, I know what I want, and he's like guessing. It's like so like he's so infantilizing her, and it's so like like it's condescending and weird. And she's like so into it, and I'm like, oh, I hate this. Um, and then I don't know, ugh, whatever. And then she's like, break up with Ashley, and I was like, oh, damn.
1: <laughs>
0: it was pretty great, actually.
1: And it's, like, finally, like, Manny is, like, slightly standing up for herself and standing her ground. She's, like, asking for what she wants instead of just going along with what Craig wants, which is basically what their entire relationship has been. And he's, like, um, I can't do that. I can't make that decision. And she's, like, it looks like you did. And she walks out. And you're, like, good for you, Manny, for, like, not accepting that finally-ish. Yeah,
0: no, like, this is the most I've liked Manny in this, like, scenario is her being like, well, no, fuck you. If you haven't made up your mind, like, that is you making up your mind, which, fair. Um, And then the next day at school, they're, like, getting ready for this pageant. And, like, Craig and Ashley are, like, they apparently wrote a song together. <laughs> they sound like a really boring folk band. Um, It's, like, yeah, it's just, it's bad. It's not good. Um... It's, you know, it's, I'm like, I'm trying to think of, like, someone to describe it to, and I'm only thinking of, like, the Decemberists or She and Him, because, but it's, like, more boring, because I like both of those bands.
1: Or, like, of Monsters and Men. It's, like, but, like, way more sedated than that.
0: Yeah, it's like that, but, like, after taking, like, 60 Xanax, like, it's, like, just, like, it's like nothing, but like not creative or interesting, whatever. Anyway, because um, like, that's like music that I genuinely like. And I was like, this is not ugh. it's just like I'm like asleep watching you play. Um, but anyway, so they're playing and Manny walks by and she looks at Craig and like glares at him. And one of his guitar strings breaks. And I said out loud, is Manny a witch?
1: <laughs> yes. At the side of Manny, his guitar string snaps and he's like, oh, stupid guitar. And, like, throws it on the ground. And Ash is like, yeah, that's going to help. And it's like, uh, you're annoying. And that's pretty much that scene. But it's like, oh, Craig feels bad about kind of dumping Manny. I don't know. He's still stressing out about juggling girls. And then we cut to... Oh, Sydney's like passive aggressive poinsettia delivery where she visits Caitlin at her office and like gives her the plant and is like, "So, big a favor time. We like Joey and I have my office party tonight. And Caitlin's like, what time do you want me to be there? She's like, oh, are you sure? Great. That'd be awesome. Oh, and if you could pick up a video for Angie to watch, that would be fab. And you're like, Caitlin, you're gross and annoying or not Caitlin. I'm sorry. Never Caitlin. Sydney, you're gross and annoying.
0: Yeah, also, like, why is this conversation happening? Why is Sydney the one doing this? Like, why couldn't Joey have called Caitlyn to be like, hey, can you babysit for me? Like, why is Sydney dropping off weird, passive-aggressive, by the way, poisonous plants, (laughs) and then being like, BTW, can you babysit for me and my boyfriend who you love and I'm jealous of you? Bye. Uh, It's terrible. It's garbage. I hate it, but Caitlyn's jacket's great.
1: It's like a weird, like, want like it's so insecure that she's like going by and being like my boyfriend Joey and I have my office party that I am taking him to as my date because he's my boyfriend and I want to put you in your place as a babysitter because I'm insecure as fuck I mean rightfully so because let's be real Joey and Caitlin forever but it's gross and annoying like I don't even if she was the one who was going to organize it I don't know why she couldn't have just like called Caitlyn and been like, hey, can you babysit? Thanks, bye.
0: Seriously, it's just like, it's weird. It's just a fucking weird thing. And she like makes a comment about like Caitlyn's boss and she's like, oh no, he's gay and my boss and I don't date guys in the biz anymore. And I hate what, I hate that they keep saying the biz. It makes me like (laughs) nauseous. I'm like, oh, stop. Um, At least be correct and gross by saying the industry, please. It's annoying, biz. Fuck you. Um. Anyway, but yeah, it's like it's like a weird conversation, and she's like, "I just date normal guys now." Now after after my like ex fiance director and I like heavily emphasize the ex. I'm like, Caitlin, this is the least I've ever liked you in a conversation. This is so annoying. Just just why? Why is this happening to me? Why am I watching this happen?
1: The Whole scene was dumb, but then we cut back to school. And the only thing I remember about what happens is Jimmy is reading, like, a scene from The Christmas Carol in a really bad British accent.
0: <laughs> Everything in this episode is very Dickensian. Um, But yeah, it's a wonderful. I think you're confused, and you mean wonderful <laughs> British accent? It's great. It's spectacular. I could listen to Aubrey Graham with a fake <laughs> British accent read me Dickens all goddamn day. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then, like, so I think they're in, like, study hall or something, and Craig sees Manny, like, walk past their class, and then he, like, runs out and chases her down the hallway, and he's, like, please forgive me, da-da-da, like, and C- Manny's, like, crying in the hallway, and she's, like, like, I love you, Craig, and, like, I know you love Ashley, but she essentially is, like, she doesn't love you like I love you, and, like, ru- like walks away crying, and it's, like, ugh, stupid manny stop why do you like craig he is he treats you so awfully
0: he treats both of them terribly
1: like not ashley
0: to her face but the fact that he is so like in this relationship with her and then also so like fucking manny that it's like it's it's like sociopathic it's it's like kind of like terrifying actually like if you can like so believe in a person like because, like, I feel like sometimes, like, if something like this is happening, you can kind of tell, you know? Or, like, even as a viewer, we'd be able to tell. But I feel like if we didn't know that Craig was, like, hooking up with Manny and we were just seeing Craig's relationship with Ashley, like, as it is being shown to us right now, it wouldn't seem like anything is going on. Like, I totally understand why Ashley is in the dark. I don't think she's, like, being stupid about this. He's a sociopath.
1: Yeah, he's almost, he's too good at cheating until, like, he isn't very good at it. But I also think it helps that Manny is way too delusional and in love with him and would, like, never do anything to, like, blow his spot because she's just, like, happy to, like, have one tiny piece of him because she's really insecure and, like, wants to live in a rom-com and will, like, accept any kind of compromise of what she thinks she wants. It's, like, all stupid. Craig, like, lucked out with his weird situation at first and then until he, like, fucks everything up. But that happens. And then he – and then Caitlyn's, like, babysitting and Craig comes home. She's like, oh, I thought you were going to be at Ashley's tonight. And he's like, oh, I'm going later. And then he, like, asks her for, like, love advice, which, like, I feel like whenever – like, these children ask Caitlyn for advice, they, like, twist and turn her advice into, like, an awful decision. Yeah,
0: because, like, it's always good sound advice, and they just, like, do the wrong thing, 100%. (laughs) And, like, okay, so while Caitlyn is watching Angie, she's like, I want to wear my pretty dress that, uh, what's her, Sydney made for me. And she's like, okay, but be really careful, blah, 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 which... Okay, there's a lot of, like, stuff with this dress, but I don't understand why. Because, first of all, it's a really cheap, tacky-looking dress. (laughs) She's not going to wear it again. It's just for the recital, which already happened. Like, the dress served its purpose. It's not fucking evening wear. She's not wearing, like, fucking Vera Wang. (laughs) Like, she's wearing a shitty pageant dress that looked like all of the other shitty pageant dresses. Just fucking Sydney, stupid face, like, sewed something. Fuck everything. This is stupid.
1: Yeah, the patching already happened. Like, at this point, it should be relegated to, like, dress-up mode, which, like, so you don't really need to take that good of care of it anymore. It's done. We're, we're good. But whatever. So then she's like, love isn't about being lucky. It's about, like, loving the person you're with, or I don't really remember what she says, but she's like... It's about like the person you care about. It's like it's not about like whether it's like a good deal or whatever. Which is like, yes, good. And then Craig is like, Oh, okay. And then he runs to the ice skating rink and sees Manny like skating. And then he goes onto the ice skating rink without any skates on and is like, Manny, Manny, it's you. It's always been you And then she like jumps on him, which again, he has no ice skates on. I feel like that could have ended a lot worse than it did. And they start, like, making out in the middle of the ice skating rink. And he basically is like, I choose you. I'm going to break up with Ashley. Let's make out. It's gross and weird. And, again, like, so, so
0: public. Like, they don't know who's there. For all they know, like, someone who's friends with Ashley that they don't know is there. Or, like, Ashley's mom. It's not like they're keeping an eye out. Like, it's not like Manny would ever be keeping an eye out for Ashley's mom.
1: Also, Spinner was at the ice skating rink earlier because his sister Kendra was doing something ice skating related. She's on Kendra. Team, it, oh yeah, Kendra is girlfriend of Toby who is the stepbrother of Ashley. Like that's actually a very dangerous place for them to be publicly publicly making out. I am surprised they have not been caught already.
0: Seriously. I mean, it is so like Like on Friends, when Ross cheats on Rachel and uh, like Chandler and Joey are like, you have to follow the trail to like see who would figure it out. You just found the trail in like four and a half seconds. You didn't even have to think about it. So that's crazy. A of all, B of two, (laughs) fucking stop making out in public. I just, what are you doing? I don't know.
1: So then after that happens, he goes to Ashley's house because they're going to like have a Like he goes over to the house and Toby answers the door is like, happy Hanukkah, Craig. And he is about to break up with Ashley. But then she's like, I have a gift for you and gives him this like her grandfather's guitar that he played with somebody I don't know. And she's like, he left it to me when he died, but I want you to have it. I don't understand why she is giving him this great gift. That was left to her by her goddamn grandfather. Keep that guitar for yourself, Ashley. He does not deserve this. Even if he wasn't cheating on you and being a monster, like don't give your stupid high school boyfriend this like vintage like family heirloom. What are you doing? I said the same thing. I was like, <laughs> "Why
0: are you giving your shitty high school boyfriend a family heirloom with sentimental value?" They did this on Freaks and Geeks too. The one like the younger brother like was dating this girl who really sucked and he was like, I wanna get her something special. So he like tried to give her like a family heirloom. It was ugly, like fair. And she was like, Ew, that's ugly because she was a shitty person and it hurt his feelings and then they broke up so good. But like you are fourteen, like well he was. I how old are Ashley and Crock in this? 15, like, 16? 15 or 16. Yeah. They're like fifteen or sixteen. Like You know what I wouldn't have wanted to do? Give a goddamn Fairly heirloom to whoever I to Let's see, who was I dating when I was 15 or 16? Oh yeah, they were an asshole. It's why I don't date them anymore. Because shitty high school relationships, uh, oh my God. No, no, just uh, like make her a mix
1: CD. (laughs) That is all that Craig deserves at this point. A shitty mix CD. But whatever, that happens. And meanwhile, um, Joey and Sydney get home from their, like, her office party or whatever. And Caitlin and Andy are adorably sleeping on the couch. And then he, like, wakes them up by taking a picture of them. And... Sydney sees that Angie is wearing her pageant dress, and she has like chocolate on her face, and she's like, "Oh my god, why are you wearing that? Like, that was for your pageant, not for you to like play around in it and get it dirty." And like, we have gone over this dress and why it does not matter. But Sydney, stop being a goddamn control freak. And then Caitlyn's like, "Oh no, don't be mad at Angie." And Sydney's like, "I'm not mad at Angie," and it's like bitchy as hell. And Joey even notices, and. Caitlin, like, flusterily, like, runs out the door.
0: And, of course, Joey follows her because it's wonderful. So he follows her, and he's like, hey, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. Don't leave so fast. And she's just like, I just got to go. And he's like, it's okay, you know, whatever. And then they kiss. And it was wonderful. I wrote yeah in all caps with many exclamation points.
1: Yay! I literally wrote down Joy plus Caitlyn equals a heart, and I love it, and they kiss, and then she's like, oh, no, and it's then she kind of runs away after that, but it's amazing, and it's perfect, and I'm so happy that it happened, and it's great, and so then, like, after that happens, it's when the whole, like, guitar thing happens, and Craig accepts it and is a monster and, like, doesn't break up with Ashley, and it's a whole thing, and then the next day at school, we find out about this, like, Christmas pageant. And that's where we see like Paige dress up and Hazel's dressed up. And Marco is literally playing green sleeves on the accordion and it's perfect. And then Craig pulls Manny aside. Or Manny sees that Craig is still like hanging out with Ashley. And she's like, Um, can I talk to you about your makeup for the pageant or whatever? And they she like takes him aside. And it's like, you didn't do it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yes, I did break up with her, but I haven't told her about you yet because we have this pageant and it's like the holidays, So let's just not say anything to her. I don't want to make her feel bad. And that's where like part one ends. And it's kind of a weird place to end it. But Manny is like eating it up and believes him.
0: Yeah, it's a huge bummer. And I don't know. I don't know. And. Paige is talking about how she's jealous about Ramadan because after eating, like, a ton of kielbasa, she's like, I would love a day of fasting, which, like, (laughs) Paige, same, but also, like, I don't think you understand why the fasting is happening, but fine. Hazel takes it in stride.
1: So part two begins with Craig and Spinner Christmas shopping, and... So, Craig has bought Ashley a vintage, like, 1979 Ramones shirt that he spent $80 on. And then he buys Manny, like, he had bought Manny that fuzzy thing. And the ice, like, the really cheap-looking gold, like, ice-skating charm bracelet he gets for Manny. Like, dude buys
0: it at a kiosk. You know, it's, like, from Piercing Pagoda. It is (laughs) not, like, fine jewelry. Whatever. Also, that shirt was not worth $80. <laughs>
1: like, we saw the shirt. It didn't even look old. It's not worth $80. He got ripped off. Um, And then, meanwhile, at the mall, uh, Spike and Baby Jack are trying to have take their Santa photo. But Caitlin comes up to them and is, like, having her crisis with Joey because she had just kissed him. And she's like, oh, my God, I think I still have feelings for him. Like, what should I do? And the fucking elf lady taking the photo is so annoying and bitchy. And it's like, um, please move out of the way. I'm taking this photo. And then she takes the photo. And then the photo is ruined because Caitlin's, like, talking and her hand gets in the way of Baby Jack's face. And the damn elf lady comes over and, like, smugly shows them the shitty picture, which she probably already knew was ruined. But she didn't say anything about it. And I don't know. I took, I had a problem with this damn elf.
0: I don't know. I get it. She's got to be in that line for a really long time. Kids are annoying. The guy who plays Santa is always weird. I don't know. I get it. I've, no- I've known people who've had to be Santa elves. It's not a fun job. Um, but I do want to say that there's this one extra in line. And when Caitlin, like, pushes past him, it's like a little kid. And when Caitlin pushes past him, he gives her, like, the best, (laughs) like, indignant face that I've ever seen. He's just like, oh, my stars. It's like his whole (laughs) face. It's incredible.
1: I love it so much. It's just like this little chubby kid. I'm like, you're the best.
0: Uh,
1: And then Craig and Ashley are, like, in his basement, and he's playing his new guitar and, like, barely paying attention to Ashley. And she's like, I'm cold, Like, no response. I'm freezing. And he's like, oh, do you want a hot drink or something? Like, I like how when Manny was freezing, he's like, let me warm you up. And when Ashley's freezing, he's like, oh, I'll get you some tea, I guess. And then he, like, walks away. And Ashley picks up this blanket and then sees, like, a pile of gifts and is a snoopy snooper and looks through them. And sees the Ramon T-shirt, sees the pink fuzzy thing, and sees the bracelet. And she's like, oh, I have so many gifts. And you're like, oh, no you're you're you're. this is gonna hurt you later
0: yeah it's not good first of all bad hiding of stuff (laughs) second of all that is like the least sexy like suggestion would you like some hot cocoa like (laughs) okay cool good work um but yeah no bad hiding um i understand ashley being kind of snoopy i don't know i feel like some we can all get that way sometimes it's like well it's right there like i'm gonna (laughs) look
1: Faulting her for snooping, but like probably it's just ruining the surprise. Um, but also like about to get another big surprise by snooping. Um, but then they're inside the house, and I feel like Caitlin comes by and Sydney like tells her off, or I don't really remember what happens, but I have something written down about sydney i said go away sydney sydney nobody needs you
0: oh okay well all right so when Caitlin is talking to um spike she's like you should write a letter to yourself about what you're feeling right now and read it later when you're in like a more rational state of mind and then decide what you want to do And she's like, good, great idea. And she did not listen because no one listens to each other's advice, especially if it's good. So instead, she wrote a letter to Joey, printed it out, brought it to his house, and put it through his mail slip like a fucking idiot. Why? Why? Why did you only hear the letter part of the advice? You should write a letter. And then she was like, cool, done. No. Stupid. Um, so, yeah, and then as soon as she puts it through, she panics because it's a dumb idea and she climbs in through the window, but she gets stuck. So Joey and um, Sydney. Sydney and Angela come home and they see Caitlin sticking out of the window and it's like a whole fucking thing.
1: And she's like, oh, I forgot my Palm Pilot. Um, I need it right now. And Joey's like, why the fuck are you breaking into my house for this? She's like, I'm crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, same Caitlyn." Like. Just stick to your story and get out of there. And Sydney sees right through this and is like, Joey, why don't you and Angie go check upstairs for this Palm Pilot? And then Caitlin, like, fake looks for it. And Sydney's like, I don't think it's here. And Caitlin's like, oh, that's crazy. And then this is when Sydney's like, I know you still have feelings for Joey, but. He is mine. Like, I need this fam. This family needs me. Like, we've worked very hard on this. And I'm like, nobody needs you. This family is not your project. Stop, like, being a goddamn codependent asshole who thinks, like, everyone needs you in their life to make it better. And Craig basically overhears, like, Sydney saying awful things to Caitlyn. And then he finds the letter on the ground by the door. And Caitlyn, like storms out and grabs a letter from him, like rips it up and is crying and it's very sad. And I'm like, Caitlin, I just want to give you a hug.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think Sid calls her like a like, like klutzy, like fun loving blast from the past, but it's, she somehow makes it sound really horrible and mean. <laughs> and Craig is so clueless. Cause like Caitlin goes to take her letter back and he's like, but it's for Joey. And she's like, stop and then she like goes outside and she's like clearly very upset and he just watched this whole thing happen and he's still like where are you going like uh, (laughs) shut up craig you're such a you're like useless this whole fucking two episodes
1: and then we're at school and the class we're in snake or yeah snake's class and they got him a gift and it's the Elvis wig and it's adorable and he puts it on and starts impersonating Elvis and it is a great moment and then it's the pageant time and I believe Joey and Caitlin have a conversation and at her office, at her office and he comes by and she's like everything's fine like I'm going on this trip um, and it's awkward and you're like stop fighting it and then it's the pageant and Craig, like, pulls Manny aside and gives her the gifts he got for her. And she's like, you so get me, Craig. And, it's like, blah. It's gross, yeah. She's like, you so get me. It's how I know
0: we're meant to be. And I'm like, being a good gift giver does not make you a good boyfriend. Like, <laughs> but okay, fine, whatever. Um, and then Manny is doing Ashley's makeup, which why are they doing makeup for this? Like, why do they have, like, students doing each other's makeup like professionally for this weird <laughs> holiday pageant a lot of this does not track um but okay fine whatever so she's like doing her makeup and she like is like flashing around this bracelet and the like fuzzy pink monstrosity is like clearly also in sight and like you know Ashley's like talking about how nervous she is and she and Manny who thinks that like she and Craig like broke up is like well you know you should just like put Craig out of your mind And like not think about it Like your emotions are clearly getting in the way Which what um, <laughs> You know uh, Like if I was Manny I would not be so bold As to like even bring up Craig Like no matter like what he told me was going on I'd be like let's never talk about him Um, But whatever She seems to be like weird and delusional And comfortable with it Um, So, yeah, she's like, just don't think about it. And then that's when Ashley spots the bracelet.
1: And she's like, where did you get that bracelet? And Manny is like, oh, from a guy I've been dating for a while. And you're like, Manny, fucking you have no chill. Just if you think, I mean, whatever. She's like, oh, from a guy I've been dating for a while. And Ashley just point blank is like, is it Craig? And Manny's like, oh, I'm sorry, like. We didn't want to tell you until like after the pageant, like da-da-da. And Ash was like, Um, we did not break up. Like, we are still together. And then Manny gets like a fucking punch in the gut because of that. And it's like, Oh, Craig, you busted.
0: Seriously. I mean, Craig is so in the wrong in this, but it's also like Manny totally gets off of the hook with Ashley because she's so genuinely surprised that Craig didn't break up with her. It's like Ashley isn't realizing that she and Craig have been dating for a long time. Like, even though she says it, like, to Ashley, it could be that Manny is surprised that, you know, Ashley and Craig are still dating at all, you know? Mm -hmm. Instead of, like, just recently they broke up, which is why she can be so, like, outright with it. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like in the future, Ashley still is like, fuck you, Manny, but whatever. Um, so then it's time for Craig and Ashley to go on stage after Heather Sinclair's Winter Solstice dance, though. Let's then- not forget that. And Toby's weird. Like, <laughs> is that even a performance? He's just reading. <laughs> and JT introduces them and they're going to sing. So maybe I'll spend Christmas with you. And Craig starts to play. And then Ashley just doesn't participate. And then she stands up and just fucking slaps him across the face. And it's great. And she walks off the stage. And then he follows her out. And JT's like, haha, maybe they won't be spending Christmas together. Anyway, moving on. And it's great. And I just went, haha, JT. Um, <laughs> Yeah,
0: it was good. It was like, I think when I watched this the first time, I was like, why did she do that in front of everyone? Why didn't she just wait? Like Or, like, why didn't she, like, do it before the thing so she wouldn't have to go up on stage with him? <laughs> and now, watching it now, I'm like, of course that's why she waited, so that she he could, like, get his comeuppance, which, like, fucking well-deserved. This <laughs> is the best Ashley's ever been, probably.
1: Yeah, she actually, like, does something active. And so then he follows her out, and she's like, I can't believe you did this. Manny Santos, really? I can't believe you did this to me. And then she grabs the guitar from him. Thank, God. Thank fucking God and like walks away and then manny comes up after him and she's like and he's like what you told her and she's like no she found out because you're stupid craig and then she basically just like breaks up with him i'm like thank you manny like this is a brief moment of clarity you're having that i know is not going to last but thank you for like also leaving him at least for now
0: Thank God Um. but also she was like so dramatic in her breakup with him because first of all she called him stupid which was awesome and that was the best but then she's like you're stupid to think that she wouldn't find out about you and neither would I you and your lies and I was like oh my god I just wrote your lies I was like are you fucking kidding me but fine
1: whatever. And then Joey comes out and is like, Craig, what the fuck is going on? He's like, I don't need a lecture right now. He's like, I'm not going to, don't want to lecture you. Like, I just want to know what's happening. And Craig is like, I cheated on Ashley and she found out. And now the girl, other girl doesn't want to see me either. Like, happy Christmas to me. And I'm like, Craig, don't fucking feel sorry for yourself. Like, you are a thousand percent in the wrong here. Like, calm down. And then Joey is like, Hey man, I know how you're feeling. Like, did I ever tell you that Caitlin and I were engaged once and I thought I had it all, but then I cheated on her with some girl named Tessa Campanelli? Fucking Tessa Campanelli? Are you fucking Tessa Campanelli? That's like the one reference I know from the original series. But, did they really say fucking? I think it was in a movie. I think it was like in the movie, I believe. I don't really know. I know fucking is said because I've seen it quoted many times. But he tells him the story, and he's like, but I moved on, and, like, you're going to be okay. And Craig's like, lol, really? You've moved on? I don't think so. Even Sydney knows. Which, like,
0: the most sense Craig has ever made <laughs> during the episode. Um. Also, I can't believe they said fucking. Like, on, they never said fucking on any of the Bayside movies. And I feel like Degrassi Jr. High is, like... The closest I can get to, like, referring to it is like, Saved by the Bell. Like, it's, like, maybe America's Saved by the Bell. I don't know.
1: I'm wondering if it, like, wasn't a TV movie. I feel like it possibly could have been, like, a real-life movie that was maybe released in theaters. Probably only in Canada. But, like, it's probably, like, the PG-13 rule where you can say fuck once and still be PG-13. But I don't know. I have no idea. I'm very uninformed about the original series. Maybe people tweet at us and, like, inform us on how that was able to happen.
0: But anyway, so Joey tells his story, and it's a very dramatic scene. They're both <laughs> making a lot of like surprise faces, but yeah, it's funny. Um, like, like, cause Craig is like, um, duh, and Joey's eyes get all big, and then he's like, well, he has to talk to Sydney because Craig was like, yeah, Sydney was kind of an asshole,
1: <laughs> and then Sydney comes out, and he's like, um, hey, the other night, did when Caitlin was there, did you like say something to make her leave? And she's like. Yes, I did. Like, doesn't even try to hide it. And he's like, why? And she's like, Joey, I know she's not over you. Well, please say that you love me more than her. It's like a whole dramatic conversation. You're like, "Ugh, Joey, please break up with her already. You know you're in love with Caitlin. And then he, he's like, she's like, say that you love me more than her. And he, he doesn't say anything. And she's like, I knew it. And basically, they—I don't know—they break up. I don't really care. I wasn't totally paying attention because I was like, "Go find Caitlyn at the airport." Go find Caitlyn at the airport, which he does.
0: He super does. During this entire scene, Holland and I were kind of talking over it and just <laughs> saying like, "Bye,
1: <laughs> bye." <Leave. laughs> and so then they go to the airport, and Caitlyn's on the plane, her fucking private jet. Hello, and. Joey calls her and he's like, look out the window. And like he, Craig, and Andrew are all at the window, they're like jumping up and down. He's like, come here, come here. And then she meets him and he's like, I broke up with Sydney. It's always been you, essentially. It's like a way more romantic romantic and like actually like emotionally real and weighted version of the shitty conversation Craig had with Manny earlier. And He's like, please spend Christmas with us. Like, don't get on the plane. She's like, I guess I need to get my stuff. And then they kiss, and it's magical, and it's great. And that's when it ends. And I just wrote Joey and Caitlin Five Ever, and I, like, drew a bunch of hearts on my paper. It's true. I'm looking at it right now. It's a lot of hearts. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's,
0: like, it's the most, like, cliched scene ever, but, like, I still, like, ate it all up. Like, it's just... You know, of course they meet, they go to like the airport and he like gets her off the plane and she (laughs) changes her plans and they kiss and he says, it's always been you. And I'm still like, yes, like it's, it's such a like cliched rom-com scene, but I'm like, yes, totally here for it.
1: I literally wrote down cliche, but I love it. It's amazing. It's perfect. It's like so heartfelt or so heartwarming and just a nice little gushy thing to watch. So then that's the end of the episode. Um... Spirit Squad Captain. I think I might go with Caitlyn because she kind of bumbles her way through the episode, but she like eventually gets her man, and she like is honest with him most of the time. I don't know. I just love Caitlyn in this episode, so I'm gonna say her. I'm gonna go with Joey. Actually, he's
0: like he's clueless for a lot of this, um, but I I, I think that as soon as like someone else is just like. Joey you love Caitlyn. he's like yes I do and then he like immediately takes care of business like <laughs> he did what Craig could not he just goes from like oh right I should be with Caitlin breaks up with Sydney goes to Caitlin and is like open and honest with his feelings and I think if Caitlyn had been like forthright with him when he went to her office he probably would have done that I think maybe I think he kind of wanted to like feel out to see how she was feeling, and she wasn't clear. So he was like, "Oh, she doesn't like me. I'm not going to end my relationship," which is fair, you know.
1: Yeah, I agree with that too. Um, ship of the episode is very obviously Joey and Caitlyn. We don't even have to talk about it. It's Joey <laughs> and Caitlyn. End of story. <laughs> end game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, moral: don't. Cheat on your girlfriend and be a scumbag douchebag.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. Don't <laughs> cheat. Be honest with your feelings. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That
1: was very quick. Um, So now, YouTube comment. We're going to pull just one from part two of the episode. Uh, Kelsey, will you please do the honors? Sure. It is from... How to be fab seven
0: months ago, and it just says, why does Joey look like Pitbull when he wears a suit? Five laughing, crying emojis, (laughs) which, yeah, totally, but like hot, like hot Pitbull, like Pitbull's not hot, but Joey is hot, but he does kind of look like Pitbull when he wears the suit.
1: Yes. If the only thing that would have made it more Pitbull was it would be if he were wearing sunglasses, which I was glad he was not. But yeah very mr international in that moment <laughs> but um we don't really have any grapevine today um which means you guys just need to fucking tweet at us uh, which you can do on twitter at degrassi pod you can also email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com we're also on tumblr whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com and you can find us on soundcloud and itunes and if you're on iTunes. You can rate and review us, Uh, and if you leave us a review, we will make up a little mini fanfiction about you and someone from Degrassi, which is always a lot of fun. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and
0: Twitter, at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what are you going to plug to the people?
1: I am, again, going to plug something that I haven't actually listened to yet, But it's a podcast called Minor Revelations with Drew Droege. I haven't listened to it yet, but I love Drew Droege. He's hilarious. Um, Also, I would look him up. He does a lot of he does this like video series where he impersonates Chloe Sevigny and it's perfect and amazing. Um, So, yeah, that's what I'm going to plug today. I'm sure it's great. I mean as long as we're
0: plugging things that we haven't seen <laughs> yet. I guess I'm going to plug um don't think twice. It's a movie by Mike Berbiglia Holland and I are going to go see it hopefully Eventually. this week. Um it's not in every city because it's uh, like kind of indie um but it's it looks amazing. It's gotten like awesome reviews. It's about like an improv group and like one of them like starts to like get famous and it's like a whole thing but it's like it seems really good and mike is hilarious so
1: i would also plug his first movie sleepwalk with me which is like semi-autobiographical i think it was on netflix last time i checked but you could watch that too in preparation but i think that is all we have for today bye panthers bye panthers